Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome back, everybody. This week's episode of Maximum Octane. This is Kim Hickey here, and I am super excited for my guest today. He's a friend, a colleague, and someone that can simultaneously make me laugh hysterically while wanting to pull every hair out of my head. So uh, today joining us is Mr. Don Walter Sr., he has a lot of irons in the fire. And when you talk about somebody with experience, this gentleman has done everything, been everywhere, seen everything. I think have been in every position imaginable in the automotive industry, haven't you, Don? Is there any position? Uh, you pretty have much. Had? I've done a lot. I got the gray hairs to show it, Kim. You got the gray hairs <laughs> to show it. Got the gray hairs to show it. Yes, and so yeah. now you get to spend your days changing lives for other people and coaching them and your certified executive coach and profit first and a bunch of other things that we could spend a long time going through all of them. And, but where the rubber meets the road is, is the impact that you have on many small business owners lives, including your son. So if we have time, I'd like to circle back to that because new businesses and startups are always a great conversation and a lot of things to be aware of. But Today, I wanted to have you on because you do an exceptional job with reminding your members about looking ahead, looking forward, having goals. And this is just as good a time as any to talk about them because sadly, many business owners and entrepreneurs can wait till the last minute to make their goals for the next year. And so a lot of them are sitting now, unfortunately, and going, okay, I got to make a plan for next year. So there's whether whether somebody planned for this year, one year, two years, three years ago, or just sitting down for next year to do it. What what's some advice that that uh, you have for them? I, I think the most simple advice is is again just making it simple. You know, don't give yourself a whole lot of uh, un, unattainable goals. Make it easy. Make it trackable. Okay, and, and and stick to them. But don't try to overthink your goals. Make them, make them easy. All right. I, I, you know, I, I've got a new philosophy now called simple, stupid. And, and I, and I'll tell you, it's just living, trying to not make my life too complicated. And, and the description that Kim just gave sounds like my life is very complicated, but I kind of like to keep things simple. Okay. So, um, when it comes to the goals that I like to have my, my members set, are you know goals that I, I, they can get their team around, okay? Things that they can focus in on, 
things that can make the biggest impact in their business. And I think it's important that I point out because I know that when I speak to someone after I hear this, they're going to say, oh, no, God, Don said I didn't have to have a big goal, Kim. He said to keep it simple. So we're not talking about the size of the goal. We're talking about the complexity for the implementation, execution, and and all of that. So don't, because, you know, Don, the listeners are very good at hearing little pieces that they want to take away. And so I have to stop and clarify. Yes, I have to stop and clarify because I don't want anybody going, nope, nope. I I heard you and Don say don't have big goals. Just keep them simple. So simple does not mean small. For me, all right, so let's say, for instance, we're setting up for 2023, okay? And... You know, our easy go-to is to say, oh, let's just do a 10% increase. Well, that's not good enough. All right. Okay. So, yeah, I got a goal, but, you know, I, I like to make that sales goal simple, but I also want to make it where you have to really work at it. Okay. Put it that way. I'm sorry that, you know, because like I said, 10, 10%, you know, a 10% increase, you're going to get that automatically, I think. If you did nothing different in your world, that's going to happen. Well, and with, right, I just looked up yesterday right now what the cost of living index is, and it's, I think, 9.7% for for this month is what it came in at. So if your goal is to increase only 10%, you're, you're going backwards for sure, because that's going to be a, the yeah. break even just for the increases in costs. And that's not even, you know, including all the inflation and the things that are going to be happening. And that's kind of where I've been challenging members. Well, I've been challenging my members. Don't don't be complacent with the 10% because if you think about it, if I raise my labor rate X number of dollars and with inflationary cost on parts, I'm going to have uh, an artificial goal to begin with. Okay, like I said, if I do nothing different than I did in 2022, I'm going to end up with a 10% increase. So maybe my goal needs to be a 20% increase. Maybe it needs to be a 22% increase. And, and people freak out about that. But it's a, to me, it's an obtainable goal. What about, I, I don't want to call it a pitfall, but I, I've seen sort of a just blanket mentality from anyone I speak to in any industry, because last year for most people was a banging year, much better than the year before. So they had this great growth, but many of the people that had the great growth were nowhere near they were supposed to be the year before. So when we get stuck on next year, we're going to have a 10% increase or 20% increase and just pick arbitrary numbers. It, it, it leaves a lot on the table because if last year you were only operating at 20% of your business, you had 80 left on the table and then you increased it by 50% this year where you still need more, right. To even get where you were supposed to be to begin with. So many times in speaking to people, right. they'll be like, Oh no, you know, I had a 50% increase in business last year. I'm doing amazing. And it's like you, your business was horrible the year before. So you're not doing amazing. It, we want you to celebrate that you had 50% growth, but 50% over horrible is, is only half is not horrible, right? Anymore. It's not. So they got to be strategic with looking at what their capacity, what is that machine built for? What is possible with their physicality of their location? And then look at crew, what do we need? And what can, let's talk about some of those things. Well, I mean, part of it is that you have to know the capacity of your building. 
Okay, what is your building actually built for? And that's part of my goal setting also is, you know, you need to know what you need to put in place in order to achieve certain goals. Okay, so you need to know what your facility is built for. And, and a lot of us say, you know, I can't do any more out of a three bay. I can't do any more out of a four bay. But the reality is that this building is built for to do a certain dollar amount. Correct. Do you really know that number? Okay. And if you don't know the number, you need to figure it out first off. And then you can actually put your goal together by saying, okay, do I need to hire another person? Do I need another service advisor in order to achieve these goals? And, and, and again, you know, Don, I get the story is, you know, we're, we're running into the slow period of time. Well, if, if that's the mentality that you're going to take, you're going to run into a slow period of time. You know, what, what's the, what's that movie? Um, Field of Dreams, Build It, They Will Come. Yes. That's my fault. Field of Dreams. Okay, Build It, They Will Come. I'm glad you brought that up because so many times I see people building their, their goals on their current staffing model and not what is possible. What is, what is the building, the, the built for, what are you, or if you have a fleet, how many, the, the sky is really the limit, right? For that. But let's say, well, I can't, I can't set a goal that high Kim cause I only have two people right now. We're not building your goal for, what you have right now, a goal is to stretch <laughs> and move forward and you have to find the people to fill it. And, it. and when so many times we see people in business do it the opposite, they build it to exactly the people they have or the current uh, productivity model that they have. Yeah. And then they just hope that maybe, I don't know what's going to change. They're just going to wake up one morning and something's going to be completely different. And if you don't have that goal in mind, then we're never going to hire enough people. We're never going to get to where we have to get to fulfill that goal. And, and I agree hundred percent because a lot of our philosophy is that we, we try to save ourselves into a profit. You're in the automotive business. You're also in the sales business. Okay. Our job is to sell parts and time. Okay. We sell parts and labor. So we're in a sales organization as much as we are in the automotive repair business. So in order to compensate for that, you have to sell right? Be ethical, be, you know, be, be forthcoming, but you got to sell. So if you, if you pigeonhole yourself into having just those two people, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be stuck and, and you're never going to be able to see the full potential of what um, a goal setting could be for you. And, and I say that to my members all the time. If I have an opportunity to bring somebody on and, you know, they say, well, you know, things are going to slow down. Well, if you if you have that mantra that things are going to slow down, guess what's going to happen? They'll slow down. You know, it's it just it just you know it, that's what happens. So you build absolutely it, okay. And you build it, and then it's your job to make sure that you're able to, you know, put stuff into it that makes it happen. That's all. I'm giggling because I I I know you've been on many of the same kind of conversations or meetings as I with, with members and you have a conversation with them about what the physical capacity of their building is and you know, what it's built for in just even the regular standard, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five week, we will hold on to talking about shifts or 
adding another crew for the evening or whatever. But if you just take the standard, I would say the majority of the people that when we first start running that drill with them, they're probably less than 50%, would you say? of what the capacity is. And they Ooh, just right less, away are like, yeah, they're just like, no way yeah. we can't do that. We've never done that. And that's the statement that just, I, you know, it sounds corny, but it hurts my heart when I hear we can't, we'll never be able to do that. And it's it, again, as soon as you put that out there and say, we're never gonna be able to do that. You're right. You'll never be able to do that because if that's your mindset. And I, I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about capacity and they were just kind of arguing and pushing back on everything about it. And they're like, well, no, because we can't put that in there. We can't put this kind of a vehicle in there and this and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, it doesn't change that it's there. And when you went to the bank and you got a loan and they calculated how you're going to pay it back and the, the capacity and how many bays and how many hours you would be open, they looked at that. They didn't go, oh, yeah. The bank didn't say, we're not going to count that one because, you, you know, your mother-in-law keeps her car there. That's where your jet ski is, or you got a project car or whatever. And we got to, we got to stop looking at the, we can't, and we can't, no, we can't use that bait. We can't do that. And how many times it will, oh, that's just a flat stall. There's no lift. Get a freaking lift, get a lift, put, put something in there, put, you can put something in there. It's, it's just crazy, but they get so set in. This is what I have. This is, I'm looking at it. Oh no, that's empty. Or that's got one of my cars in there. So we, we can't count that. You know, you know what's funny, Kim, is this, this year I've really challenged a lot of my members that have had one service advisor behind the counter. And that's, why do we have one service advisor? Well, that's the way we've always done it. Okay. So I kind of challenged them and I've had a, 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 a lot of them, buy into my theory that bring another service advisor in and a lot of them again don't see the big picture and i'm trying to sell the big picture to them and now that i've sold the big picture to them these people right now are thanking me for having that additional person behind the counter not to make their life easier but they are also able to sell more services they're able to move more product and you know, one person off the top of my head has now been the top shop and he's in the top shop rankings again this year. And it's a three bay shop. I've got two service advisors and he was never a top shop before. So, you know, and he's doing things that he never thought he could do before because he is actually buying Don stuff, if that makes sense. But it's, you just got to have trust. You got to have trust in, in your abilities. Okay. And if you're second guessing yourself, um, maybe you need to have somebody else push you a little harder. That's all. You have to have that vision. And that's part of the goal setting is right. So one, you, you mentioned about keeping them simple and that doesn't mean small. It means have an actionable plan that somebody could follow without 10 people analyzing it and uh, whatever, 10,000 exceptions. Right. And then to you have to look ahead and look at what's possible and not you got to get out of that that doesn't work or we can't do that or we can't whatever because it doesn't and so many people really limit themselves on the staffing and instead of like you said if they come and they add somebody that appears to be extra on you just you have to build a model and say now with these two people this is the sales and the profit we have to generate and so these are the steps we're going to take to get there instead of saying I, I can't do that 
we still see that sometimes and, and any industry, not just ours, but I'll talk to yeah, somebody, absolutely. they're desperate, they're desperate for help, they're desperate for help. And then, you know, they'll be excited, they got an interview, and I'll be like the next day, how was the interview? Oh, my God, they wanted too much money. What is too much money? You have that person not generating any product service or whatever income right now. And then so there is no they want too much money. Adjust your prices accordingly. If you have a great person, you have to put them on and then you have to say this is now what we have to charge to accommodate this. It's 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 so crazy that everybody's still clinging to the so we got to staff up. And what about while well, we're talking about staffing? Well, we got to staff for what's point. Well, back to that point where you just said we got to stop that. You 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 got to think of what this person is going to bring to my business, not what the negative parts are. Yes, right. not what they're going to cost. What they're going to add. In the long run, what is right? What are the, what is the benefit? Okay, what are the possibilities? And and that's really part of your goal setting. What are the possibilities here? You know, if you bring that extra person, can I effectively? Sell to a customer. Can I make it more of a relationship instead of a transaction? You know, when you when you got customers standing at the counter, the phone's ringing, the text's over your back. Am I making it a transaction or am I making it a relationship? Okay. So by adding that person, can I add more relationship building to my business where my customers feel more value? Right? Do they feel more value? Do they do they trust me more? instead of just saying, oh, thank you for your $500, have a nice day, okay? So those are little things I think that people need to look at also. What is the value that this additional person is gonna bring, okay? And, and, and again, if, you, if, you, if you're gonna look at goals, you may have to add a person, okay? Where do you wanna take your business? If you wanna be status quo and you wanna be mediocre, then okay, stay status quo, they mediocre, or do you want to grow it and be, get better customer service, you know, possibly make a little bit more money for yourself and make more money for your employees? Because it's just not about you. Because if, if your business is making more money, you should be sharing that a little bit more with your people. Maybe they won't leave you. Ah, retention. <gasps> Have a retention just plan. Saying. Let's add that to our goal list. Not only a, not only acquisition, but what's our retention plan for our goals for next year? And you need a plan. Just hoping that you're nice to people and you buy pizzas and you whatever. That's not. You have to have an actual plan. There's companies out there doing some really outside of the box, which I hate that term, but but offering benefit packages to the individual, not the blanket. Everybody, you come to work for Don's Auto, everybody gets two weeks vacation, everybody gets 401k, everybody gets health insurance, everybody gets whatever. Who cares? Everybody doesn't want that. When you are done, do you remember when you were 18 years old and full of uh, life? Did you think you needed life insurance or any kind of eyeglass uh, dental program? (laughs) I mean, you're invincible, right? But you're invincible, right? So that's not important. Yeah. You, if you talk to somebody in their right. early 20s right now, at least most of the people I talk to, they're not, that is what they're going to retire with is the first thing from their mind. They want stuff in the here and the now. 
They want to be in companies that give back to the community. They want to be appreciated as a person. They want a career path. They want training. And so we have to stop looking at this one size fits all. So your retention program needs to include that. How can we adjust our benefits so we can look at people as an individual? I I just had another conversation with somebody last week about holidays and something as simple as if you have seven paid holidays, right, for the year, let people pick their own. Not everybody celebrates the bank holidays. They, They don't want to. And so let them work. Who cares? We, everything is online. We have so much online training. If they don't want to have off on Columbus Day or Christmas or 4th of July, let them work. Let them do online training for the day and then give them off the holiday. That means something to them. It's simple. It doesn't have to be a big, complicated thing. So with the staffing and their goals needs to be acquisition and retention plan and an active one, not just, hey, what happens? More and more people are understanding that you need to hire one to two, one and a half extra people for positions because of people being sick, increased vacation time, PTO time, not having people, so on and so forth. So again, that's something that people seem to rather be shorthanded for seven months, eight months out of the year than to quote unquote overpay or overstaff for two months out of the year. What, what do you say about that? I, I agree, especially as, you know, some of my shops have people that have four weeks vacation. So you, you take the four weeks vacation and then you take the holidays. Um, there's five weeks that we're missing a person. So that's a month. So what are you that's doing? That's a month. And then we month? hope, that, yeah, if you have more than one person with that. And, and then that's if they never get sick or have an unexpected thing. Correct. You know, and, and, and I go back with it. I, you know, how many people... We're shorthanded for COVID. You know, if we if you didn't learn learn a lesson from that, um, shame on you, because it's still out there. The flu's out there. You know, all these other little things are out there that are kicking people's butts. The flu is so, mysteriously you know, back now, right? Yeah. The flu is mysteriously back. Yeah. Um, thank you, Anthony Fauci. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you got to build your business for success. Okay, don't 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 pigeonhole yourself. Don't say that it doesn't work here. All right, I, I that 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 is a, that is a um, a sentence that I absolutely hate. It doesn't work here. What does that mean? You know, it doesn't work here. How do you even know? Have you ever tried? Most of us haven't even tried. Most of us haven't stepped out of our comfort zone for it to even work. You know, here's here's the thing. Um, A lot of members, a lot of my members have changed point of sale systems. And it's so easy to get into it and go, oh, this isn't this isn't working for me. You know why? Because you're not giving it the opportunity. And that's what happens with staffing. We typically don't give the opportunity for my business to flourish through staffing it correctly. You know, putting the right people in the right place you know, or, or, or putting enough people in the right place for this to work. So, so you can't have any goals unless you really know where you want to take your business. And if you want to be mediocre, don't set goals. Reactionary, keep being reactionary. Yeah. And that's what in the automotive industry, we are very reactionary. You know, how many times in your life have you heard Kim that, you know, it's January, February, March, January, February, we're always slow. Okay. 
A lot of times you're slow because you, you built it to be slow. What, what marketing have you done? What ideas have you come up with? Uh, customers have spent too much money at Christmas. They still need to fix the cars. I, I just talked to somebody the other day and they said something about the sale. And they're like, well, next week when you look at my numbers, don't expect them to be any good. And I said, what's hap- What's you have a crystal ball? What? Well, hunting season and wherever. And I forgot what kind of game it is for. And they said the whole town closes up pretty much and everybody goes hunting. So I said, so this is brand new this year. First time this has ever happened. This is a new stamp or new season. Or, oh, no, for 50 years or whatever since I've been around. So 50 years we've known about this, that this week, particular week of the year, that this happens. And I don't care how small the town is. Every single person doesn't hunt or go to 4-H or go to the fair or whatever the heck it is going on in your neck of the – a butter-churning <laughs> competition – a chili cook I don't care what it is that your town celebrates. There are people that don't participate and, and need to be in. And if this is something that happens every single year, the same exact day and week of the month, shame on you. And you don't deserve to have a business. I'm just going to make that statement. You don't deserve to have a business if every year you are willing to just say, yeah, it's that time of year again. It's slow every year this week and don't do a damn thing about it. You don't deserve to be a business, have a business, you know, get well, out of the way. That's what I mean. So yeah. January, it's yeah. always <laughs> And every month, yeah, you know, I, I think agree. one time we were sitting around and we might even all been having drinks as, as coaches about what's all the excuses for every month. And it was like, I think October was the only month we didn't have, but it was like, you know, November was Thanksgiving, December, people were Christmas shopping, September was back to school, August, the kids were on school break. You know, every single month there was this reason that people make excuses for. And and so you got to get out of that. You got to get out of that. So also for next year's goals, we know that people will stay on people for one more second because we, we need people for a business. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to scream, explode, jump up and down. I don't know what of the conversations and in our industry, especially, but I hear it in uh, my friends that have businesses, regardless of what industry we're desperate for people. We need people. What kind of mentorship program do you have or apprenticeship program? Oh no, we don't have time for that. We're too busy for that to train anybody. We need experienced people right now. I don't have you talk because if I'm going to start getting like, <laughs> um, I, I, I have to calm myself down. Right, a bit. But I, also, <sighs> I, I like the people that say that um, there's nobody out there. Okay. You might be right. It's harder. Okay. It's harder. But what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Oh, I placed an ad. Oh, boy. Are you networking? We've seen those ads. Are you getting your business out there? Are you. You know, are, are, are you talking to other businesses? Are you are you really looking in the right places? And yes, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard out there. Um, to find an experienced A-tech, yeah, good luck. The point of it is, is that, you know, are you really are you really looking in the right places or are you waiting for that person just to walk through your front door? You know, are, are you networking your business? You know, are you marketing it in the, in the fashion to get customers and people? Think about that. 
you know, you can do dual marketing. But, you know, if, if again, if you're going to sit back and wait and be reactionary, it's not going to happen for you. Or if you say it's too expensive to, add, to put an ad out, okay, what are you losing? Right? What are you losing in... in, in I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit fire in a second because you just reminded me of they cost too much to put an ad on Indeed and what, I don't know, $500. Yeah. If you spend $10,000 on an ad that got you an amazing person versus losing $100,000 for not having them, I, I just... That, that small thinking just kills me. Kills me. Well, again, are you setting yourself up for success? You know, that comes back to goal, setting the goal. What do you want? You know, what do you want out of your business? You know, what do you, what do you see for your people? And maybe it's just not for you. Maybe it's what do I see for my employees? You know, I, I, I thank my members all the time for taking on this responsibility. Because you do, as an owner of a, of a business, any business, you have taken the responsibility of not just your, your your family, but the families of all your employees. So how how good of a steward of that are you? And that's what you really got to look at. Am I a good steward, not just to my family, but my employees' families? You know, do they live a comfortable life? Do they, you know, and, and, and I know we can't control the way people live. You know, I call them life choices. But same token, do we give them the opportunity because we're good stewards of our business, right? And, and, and again, I thank my members all the time for taking that responsibility because there's not a lot of people out there can actually do that. But with that said, you have taken on responsibilities of other people's families, okay? So setting goals, maybe not just for yourself or your, your business, maybe you set it for your Internal customers. Maybe you it's set your it up duty. for, you know. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I have some owners that say, you know, Donna, I don't need to get rich. But it's not about getting rich. It's about being comfortable. It's about helping your employees be comfortable. You know, I, I'm so okay? glad you just mentioned that, that because we do hear that a lot. And when we talk about, are they at the right price point? Are they at the right sales goals? Are they at, you know, all of the business aspect? Well, many times we'll hear, I don't need any more money. And even my friends that are not in our industry, oh, we're, you know, we're comfortable. We don't need anything else. Mm -hmm. You don't need anything else, but do your employees need anything else? Do your internal customers need anything else? Do you have nonprofits in your area that you can help? And so it's, it's, it's not about just filling your pockets. And I don't know why sometimes business owners feel guilty and they're like, oh, I'm making money now. I have to stop and I can't progress. And it's a machine that you created that has to be fed. And if you don't continue to grow and put effort into it because you have enough money or you're currently making enough money, it's, it's you're going to wind up losing everything because you're not putting in more effort into it. And so many times we see, and one of the biggest things we hear about too from internal customers, the employees is, oh, well, yeah, they're making enough money. They have a big house. They have a boat. They have a vacation home. They're always talking about, we're always working on their cars. I don't have that. And I'm not saying that your internal customers are entitled to making an equal amount of money because they're not. You're, you're putting the risk out. Your financial stuff's in a line. You're whatever. That's completely different conversation. But if you truly are comfortable and don't want any more money in your household and whatever, you still have an obligation to continue to grow your business and then give back more of it. Then give a bigger piece to your internal customers. 
for for sure that that I have enough money is the sure. dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. It's just it's so stupid. I I can't even because there's other people that don't have enough that you can share with that you can do whatever. And if you don't keep feeding that business, then it's gonna it's gonna die like anything else. So I can't believe how quick this time went. One other thing I just want to I know you you will be sad if you don't mention because you are a big proponent of it is a training schedule. So don't I don't want to end this without you mentioning about having a training schedule for the next year. Well, if if you setting yourself up for success, training is part of success. So you're only as good as the people you put yourself around. So if you're not helping your your internal customers, your employees get better, okay? Um, shame on you. So right now is a great time to kind of look at training sessions or schedules that are coming up and let's get these people in. Okay. Stop coming up with the excuses that I can't do this or I can't do that. I'm t- we're too busy. Set the schedule up now. You know, uh, I hear a lot of tech training programs. You know, I, I can't take my tech out for a couple hours. What are you missing out on? So put the schedule together. Go it over, go over it with your employees so they have the idea. They have um, an idea when that's going to happen. So we're not we're prepared. Okay. So in other words, be prepared. And and again, at ATI we have lots of training classes. Well, the schedule's out there. It's time to set that plan in in place now. Stop shooting from the hip. And, and there's the other place where you 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 mentioned that probably with a with holidays, vacation time, people being sick and all, you you got to plan on your internal customers probably being out a month a year, right? When you when all is said and done, training is is part of that that you have to build in there, and that's where you need those quote unquote extra people or what some people think is overstaffed because. If you're if they're out a, a month each employee a, 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 an entire month between holidays vacation and even a month and a half maybe if you look at putting training in there you're you're gonna always need those extra people right and so don't leave yourself short when it's too lean and you're trying to have the minimum people there it does make it more challenging for training and other things and no one should feel guilty taking off for vacation no one should feel guilty that they're leaving the line for two hours to go to training or any of that. So get your stuff in order because Don and I are going to come back and make sure that you, you did it all and give you stuff. Absolutely. While you're doing your 2023 at the last minute, for those of you that are, you need to sit down <laughs> with your coach or whoever it is that you work with in your life or your application, but, and start working on your uh, 24 and 25 years because we we really should be having a three-year plan going but i'll be happy if some of you get done your stuff for 2023 this week but you know what kim it's it you know that's the other thing uh life passes us by so quickly so before you know it 2024 is here you know it it's, is? it's hard to believe that we're we, we're we're going to be in december of 2022 it just feels like we just started it okay Maybe because I'm getting older, I don't know, but you know, it, it does come by quick. And you know, if the longer you put things off, next thing you know, it's already passed by. So you're right. 2024 should be a goal setting point. 
2025. Um, again, you know. And you can always go back and tweak them. Back. Yeah, you can always go back and tweak well, them. But yeah. you, you got to have that plan of and stop living moment by moment and and just running everything so reactionary. Well, I thank you for taking time out of your busy day today and uh, sharing some of your wisdom with us. And definitely want to Anything have you, you want to have you back for uh, the whole startup business family dynamics. <laughs> That's, we, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> oh, we have it. Listen, that's the that's the beauty of it being my show. I can make all the time in the world for whatever we want to awesome. talk about. So thank yes, you so much great. for joining me. And everybody, listen to Don or you're going to get it. I'm going to send him after you. That's right. Everybody stay safe, make good choices, stay inspired. And I will be back next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.